Welcome to Wild Balance Life and Happy Thanksgiving. If you're new here, this podcast is created just to support and inform others on what it's like living and experiencing autism or really any other exceptionality, um, both the good and the difficult. We keep it real, and honestly, Gracie, our daughter, and the one who normally joins me on the podcast, um, she's been doing extremely well as she's grown up. Again, we didn't know if she would ever walk or talk. Then we worried that the meltdowns and trouble keeping friends may be lifelong. We just, you know, her future and our future was kind of unknown. We didn't know what things would look like. And I know that there are many other families that likely have some of the same worries and fears that we had, and sometimes we still do. So with Thanksgiving being this weekend, it uh, it just brought me back to the times when Gracie was much younger and family outings, as much as we love them, um, could be pretty challenging. So especially for us, um, when food was involved too, because Gracie, um, Gracie's been big on food. So today I wanted to talk kind of parent-to-parent or caregiver, um, but also to the immediate and extended families today. Um, or maybe even friends if you celebrate Friendsgiving and you have your chosen family with you. There's a lot of different people that will be involved this weekend, um, you know, just celebrating being together and things that we're grateful for. And as loving and wonderful as it can be, it can also be a challenging time for those of us that have some have kids with special needs. So thank you for joining me today. Okay, so first I just wanted to say it's okay to say no to invites. So, I don't know, some of us, and maybe at sometimes, um, you know, it's been a long time since Gracie was younger, so it's, we don't always remember everything, but I, I do remember that sometimes going out for family functions could be challenging, and I just want to stress that it's okay to say no. Wherever you're at in this season um, with your family and your child, if it's going to be way too stressful for you and the entire family, it's okay to say no. And this is where I want to kind of, um, what I want to express to those extended family members is to just please understand that it's not about you. Try not to take it personal. You know, it really does have to do with the child and the whole family's well-being. And so maybe there could be um, something to replace the whole big family dinner. If you're grandparents, maybe you can stop by, um, you know, and have a quiet dinner together or maybe you could stop by and jump in the leaves with your child or grandchild um, you know aunts and uncles could maybe stop by with a little pumpkin that that the child can carve there's a lot of different ways that we can celebrate family and and be together but just kind of in smaller bursts as opposed to an entire big family get together and just know that you can get there right? It's something that, um, you know, your child might not be able to do right now, but it can happen in the future. So don't lose hope on that one. And if that's the case too, if your child can't attend a big, large function and you want to work on that, this is something too, where you can maybe bring your child over to the family function for five, 10 minutes and then leave and, and, and practice those skills while you're there. The next thing I wanted to share is that it's okay to eat and run. (laughs) So you want to be included as families. We want to be included without the guilt of having to assist um, with everything else. And honestly, depending on where your child's at, it can be quite the challenge just to get there and, um, and keep things calm for the 
time that you're there and eating dinner. So um, if you need to just come in right when dinner is being served, eat dinner together as a family and get up and leave, that's okay too. That's the start of practicing those skills, right? And then maybe you can extend the time a little bit longer each time. And so again, for the other family members, I think it's important to let your relative know that it's okay to come and eat just so they don't feel that guilt. Let them know that you have things covered. Um, that can take a lot of pressure off of us. And this one is more for the parents. Well, I guess for anybody, but it's okay to not eat traditional food. Like skip the turkey and the fancy meal. If, you know, craft dinner is the only thing that your child eats, that's okay. And, you know, if time doesn't permit for you to be in the kitchen all day long cooking a giant meal, please don't feel guilty about that. The whole point, well, in my mind, and I'm sure many others, is just to be together with your family, whether that's an immediate family, whether that's grandparents included or aunts and uncles, you know, whatever your family can do at the, at the time, it's okay to not have that big fancy meal. It's the time spent with each other, right? And think how cool it would be for your child if, you know, if craft dinner is the only thing that they do eat. Think how wonderful it would be for them to see everybody sit at the table and just eat all of their favorite foods. That would be something memorable and enjoyable, I think, for everyone, really. So talking about the time spent with each other and that being the most important part, that also leads me to the different ways that our time can be spent. So if your child doesn't engage with family but, you know, prefers to line up trains or cars or dolls the entire time they're there, you don't need to keep trying to get them to engage with others. Uh, I know sometimes we, we don't want our child to come across as rude or that they don't care for our family and you know trying to get them to interact with the family when really all they want to do is line things up or spin in a circle or play with whatever toy they want and not have conversations maybe they can't have conversations but just sitting on the floor with them and kind of following along and taking their lead can maybe ease some of the um, struggles that you might have while you're there and it shows the child that this is about spending time together, right? It doesn't mean that it's a time to teach them a certain skill or I don't want to say force them to do something that they don't want to do. Maybe encourage them to spend a little bit more time with family. That could be spending time with family and engaging with other people is a skill and it can be very, very challenging for some of our kids. So it's okay to follow their lead, interact with them, and that's how they learn to have those opportunities of being together. And they learn the skills that they need to communicate with one another. Now, I don't know about you, um, but if your child is like Grace was, you might want to keep the preferred foods out of sight and out of reach. Um, desserts can maybe come out as a surprise after dinner. I just, uh, I remember that's where a lot of our meltdowns, our meltdowns, Gracie's meltdowns, which I guess could have led to my own. <laughs> um, but yeah, Gracie's meltdowns often ended around food. If she saw something that she wanted and she couldn't have right away, um, or she would just, you know, grab with her hands, forget the spoons that were there, the serving spoons, um, she would just grab things and she would want them right away. That actually might not be um, as challenging as, let's say, a birthday party where there's a cake there and it's the birthday person's cake. <laughs> 
so she definitely can't be going and grabbing food. Maybe it's not so strict at a family function where, you know, the food is for everyone. But it still can be a challenge, especially if they don't know when to stop eating. That was another issue we had with Grace. She didn't, she couldn't feel when she was full. So she would eat and eat and eat until she threw up. So it was important that we didn't have all the food sitting out to make it a comfortable place for her to be because that was super enticing. Seeing all the pies and the crisps and the desserts, especially, uh, that was her absolute favorite. So maybe just keeping them out of sight and out of reach will keep it out of mind for a little bit. The last thing that I wanted to mention too was don't forget the basics, right? Even things that worked in the past that your child or adult hasn't needed to use for so long, sometimes when we have something that's out of the norm, like a Thanksgiving dinner with the entire family, sometimes going back to the basics can be extremely helpful because I find that the more our kids know what to expect, the easier and less discomfort they feel. So, you know, whether it's visuals or visual stories um, explaining what Thanksgiving dinner will look like with the family. First then boards. Token systems or timers may help with this um, change in routine, right? And it will provide comfort, at least some comfort for our child, which in turn makes the, um, makes the whole thing enjoyable for everyone. I guess this is what I wanted to say lastly, um, not the last one that I just mentioned, but if someone is having a meltdown at your house, whether that is a child or an adult, um, you know, that can look very differently for different people, but screaming, crying, hitting, kicking, that sort of thing, spitting even, um, we all want to go in and help, right? And it's out of love, and I completely understand that. But sometimes having too many people intervene can just make things a little bit more overwhelming for the child, and it won't decrease whatever the cause is of the meltdown, it won't decrease those feelings. So just trust the parents or the caregivers, follow their lead, just be there. Your calm presence will help and if they do need support, then it might just be a look or a gesture. Um, and the calmer you can stay, the better the outcome. So if everybody's energy is heightened, that can make the child spiral even more. Um, and just know that they'll be okay. I know it can be pretty um, distraught for some people to witness something like that. Parents and caregivers, you know, we see it on a regular basis often, um, but if you're not used to that, it can be really hard to watch and just know that they're okay. They know they're loved. They're just having a rough time at that moment and together they'll get through it, right? So this one was just a real quick podcast to let you know that we're thinking of you. We're wishing you all the best this weekend. We hope you have a wonderful time and as very few bumps as possible. <laughs> but it's okay if you do, right? You'll get through it. We always do. And just remember, you're not alone.